this is a second try on this uh, thing. This is a special edition of this podcast. Uh, we have a special guest. Uh, you know, we have your usual host, Omar Zapata. You have a big E. Yo, skip, pop, Big guns in this shit, you heard? I'm so Sorry. sorry for uh, the headphone users. And then we also have Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah, yo, what's up? It's Drew Brees with three E's. You know what I'm saying? Follow me on the gram. Drew Brees, three E's and a Z. You know what I'm saying? I'm deleting that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, so, you know, here's uh, one of the people in our uh, group of friends called uh, Drew. Um, you guys have probably never heard of him, but you will. He will be making more appearances uh, in the future. No, you no, never say, know. No, don't say that. I won't. <laughs> I'm not coming hey. back. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. To be fair, Drew nah. wants to live a little far. Nah, bro, um, I'm pulling up, bro. Uh, I mean, we live in New York. Drew lives in uh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> nah, he live, he live upstate. <laughs> Up, upstate to the south. He's a couple blocks from a SUNY school. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, a SUNY school is a state university of New York. Anyway, but, so uh, today we're going to talk about uh, a big thing that actually happened to me last week uh, that I opened my eyes. So a lot of things that Drew actually went through and that is waiting for <laughs> Eli as soon as he graduates school. <laughs> and uh, he little does he know it's going to hit him like a brick um, in a good way. You're talking about the existential crisis? Yeah. Oh. So we're supposed to have like two in, in our lives. Like there's one like in our 20s and then there's another one I when we turn 40. That doesn't count. You just A girl broke up with you. Relax. No, 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 no. I had, like, I was, I had mental... I had a mental illness issue. Bro, she broke up with you. Relax. Why are you not letting him speak? Like, nah, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> you, you can't speak with somebody else's so, so, You're right. You're right. What we're discussing, well, what we were about to discuss before I was rudely interrupted. <laughs> mental illness. Matter of fact, I'm going to mute the mic. Wow. Wow. Y'all hear this, right? Nah, go but ahead. But anyway, <laughs> now, I had the worst semester of my life. I failed every single class. Wait, two semesters ago? This was in 2017. This is back when I was still with, mm, like, I believed myself. With mm. <laughs> I, I, I censored I myself. I'm sorry. I'm not going to say no names on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, was together? Anyway, anyway. No, yeah, so, okay, we all have our own experiences with this situation. Um, yeah, I'm not going to speak with anybody. Uh, Bruce, right? Uh but before we start getting to like the heavy part of it, let's let's talk about something light. Like, so far, what's like some sort of good news that you guys have received so far in the week? It's only Tuesday, but like you know. Good news in the week. Like yeah, like between last Tuesday and, th- and today. I mean, we about to go to Cali in 15 days. Woo! You know what I'm saying? We, we got the web ready, like everything Facts. paid for. You know, and we just gonna go see the vibes. Like we've been. Like, we literally, like, manifested our dreams. We've been dreaming this for, like... Talking about this forever. <laughs> no yeah, lie. This, this whole trip, that like, really started as a joke. Yeah. Like, Drew and I were talking, and, like, he was like, yo, I want to do something different this summer. I was like, let's go to Cali. And from there, like, that seed sprung into, like, you know, maybe maybe let's check what the prices are looking like. Yeah. We saw the prices. It was looking decent. Then let's see let's see how much it will be to stay over stay over there. Hotels were looking kind of expensive, so we check it like Airbnbs. That look, those like more within our price range. We came together as a team. Uh, I recruited a couple people, a couple pieces. People were attracted to the vision, is what he said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. I like that. We, we 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 saw it. We saw it in a dream, in a collective dream. 
Not for real. And we're, real. we're making it happen. Uh, everything is literally paid for. And we leave on the 21st. Um, we will be making uh, kind of like a music video slash vlog about it. Kind of like to tell the story of like how the trip went. Like from the moment they come to sleep over at my house. It's the closest place to leave from to go to the uh, airport. And yeah, you guys are going to see this on YouTube at some point. Yeah, not for real. We just like really, I mean, we really changed our mindset on life. And we were playing it safe a lot of last year we just wanted like yo like we can like literally die any day you know what i'm saying yeah. like we might not even like anybody could die any day so we were like yo let's like let's make the most out of our lives and and let's take this this journey and like whatever happens you, you know, know what I mean? as i recall we renamed this year we, you remember we renamed renamed yeah 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 so we said this is the year of execution like I just I just hate being on Instagram. People talking about oh I want to do this. Oh I'm moving silence. Blah blah. Like bro, nah. but you know. Like, just just a note. If someone says they're moving silence, <laughs> most likely they're not moving in silence. Please don't let those chances are, chances <laughs> chances are they're in bed. Going um, through Instagram, the ceiling. posting pictures from seven years ago when they went to uh Bahamas, reminding us yeah. how how silently they're moving. <laughs> Just a note, just an editor's note. Moving slowly like a leap year. No, no. February 29th? They're going on a trip every February on the 29th. Yeah, that's fact. So we were like, yo, let's do that. Like, let's really, anything we want to do this year, we were doing. Like, we decided, yo, we want to, me and Omar want to make videos, make podcasts, you know, let's do it. Me, you know, Eli wanted to go to Cali. We were like, yo, let's do it. We wanted to rent a fire whip. We wanted wanted no roof. Yeah, Yeah, like, uh, I mean, where is it at? Where is it? I found the police report. This shit going. <laughs> the roof. I don't know what it is, bro. It's missing. I remember um, when we were first talking about it, like Drew and I made an executive decision to like be obnoxious. Yeah, that's like, facts. We were looking like at like the like the price conscious choices, and it wasn't really sparkling anything. Yeah. Until like Drew was like, you know, if we're gonna be spending the money to travel cross country. May as well just like treat ourselves <laughs> with anything. So we cut like we saw a nice ass house that has a basketball hoop in the back, oh, enough nice. room for everybody. Yeah. And then a big thing for Drew for this trip was to get a car, like a, yeah. but not just a car, but like the most obnoxious car <laughs> yeah. that people will look at us. I and, mean, I would say it's the most obnoxious, but it's it's, it's it's my dream car. That's what I want when I'm in the future. So I was like, yeah, I might as well live this dream. I'm I want to live like now. You know why wait? You know what I'm saying and um couple of us are like not not me but are six feet tall so like we had to make room in it <laughs> they subbing me <laughs> we had to make room in a week but y'all, y'all gonna see the pictures you know the vibes yeah like but yeah well, um so that trip is happening on august 21st that's um, a fact and it's 15 days away we cannot be more stoked about it that's what this, fact, is, this literally like every time we all get together that's like a topic of conversation yeah, but the way do we start planning on how we're moving over there it's literally like it's something that, like, you know, when you go to school, right, you see, you have your friends that you're going to see on a regular basis because you all go to the same school. Joe and I graduated, so we're at the point of our lives, uh, not that we're so old or anything, but, like, we actually have to make an actual, like, effort to see our friends. This is that effort. This is something that yeah. hopefully in the future it grows into a tradition where every year we go to a different country, different state, different something, and we get a different flavor, but the same group of friends because, like, we don't want that cliche, oh, we graduated school, then that's it. Like, we're not talking anymore. That that's shit. facts, yeah. This is a trip, bro, that, like, I can say, like, 20 years from now, when I'm, like, 40, having my third or second midlife crisis, <laughs> I'm going to 
look back at this time and we're like, well, we lost the roof. <laughs> he said we lost the still roof. Still can't find it. They still can't find it. Bro, this is like the like the type of trips that you tell your kids about. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, or not. Or not. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer not to. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember us signing any NDAs on this trip, so I'm going wow. to tell my kids all the details. Wow. Know, you know I know your mom, so... You might make sure you don't have kids, bro. That ain't no problem. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's also funny because uh, we've been planning this trip since, like, when? Like, March, February? So, we actually, like, like the trip manifested as an idea, like, a long, long yeah, time it did. ago. So, like, we, I think we were playing Super Smash Bros. Facts. And it kept yeah. resurfacing every time we talked about yeah. taking a trip. But we didn't, I didn't believe it. I'm not going to lie. I, like, didn't really believe it would oh, happen. So, yeah, I, I like to plan ahead. So, like, when I say plan ahead, like, I will tell you the year before, yo, we should go to this thing. Like, and then remind us as if we're supposed to remember. <laughs> like, and the funniest, the funniest thing is that the whole, during the whole thing, Drew was skeptical. Like, the first down payment for, like, for like the Airbnb, Drew still didn't believe that this is going to happen. Yeah, I mean, still to even now, bro, I really don't believe it's going to happen, you know, because it's different. Yeah, you know, like, but it's happening. Like, it's, I'm I mean, gonna wake up. Everything's home. paid for. Like, there's no pulling out. Like, my, the Airbnb, we can't get a, a refund. We're not going to anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, 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 the weapon's there. We're waiting for us. Yeah, bro. Like, everything's set up. And until I get on that plane, I was about to say, and yeah. we're two hours away from New York already, and we land four hours later, five hours later, actually. Yeah. I'm not gonna believe it. Yo, count the Louis Vuitton, count the Louis Vuitton, y'all see, count, count the Louis Vuitton, <laughs> count, the, count the Supremes, all right, count yeah. them, count them. They get money, I don't, wow. but um, I, I just want to say, like, the trip became real for me the minute I bought the tickets. That's a fact. As soon as I bought the tickets, I know, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah funny story about that, like, we all agreed on buying the ticket to, you know, be on the same plane and everything. Drew oh, had, God. Drew had romantic thoughts. Of all <laughs> oh, my. Yo, <laughs> let me, I guess something, right? When you go on a plane to travel with your friends, your family, don't y'all sit next to each other on the plane? Nah. <laughs> nah. I just thought there was a problem with it. <laughs> nah. He said, yo, let's not sit next to each other. Let's, let's. That, that was $10 extra. That's, that's a whole, like, that's a bacon again cheese in there. We're going to Cali. But we're going to Cali. We're going to be in the same plane, though. Cali, bro. We're going to be in the same plane, though. So when you sit next to some fat person, <laughs> my fault. It, it, oh, it's, 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 no, no, I'm being fat, but I'm saying, like. It's all about body positivity, but yeah, no cap. You can't sit next. You can't have no middle seat next to someone like that. Okay? <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. bro, sitting in the middle of, like, a, a breaking up, a couple breaking up, bro. But then arguing <laughs> the whole way. You know what? Not even, like, it's supposed to, like, the smells. We be smelling funny, bro, like. This actually this podcast is uh, sponsored by Speedstick, twenty four seven. Actually, that's not true. We don't have a copyright. We don't have any licensing. We do not want to be. We don't want to be sued. I don't want to get sued. Yeah, you're right. This man really chatting. Very clear. Nah, but like, yeah. Um, the trip is gonna be real. Um, fifteen days. Um, right now we're being young and stupid, not realizing that something could go wrong. My actually, funny. Um, my godfather died yesterday. Wow, uh, sorry yeah. to hear that, bro. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm saying very unhealthy and like all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, they're gonna have a heart attack. Or yeah, they, yeah, eventually. and that's how they actually died. Two wow. heart attacks. Wow. Not one, two. Myocardial infection. Infarction. Yeah. Wow. He had a bacteria and they had to on uh, his heart and they had to like operate him like surgery. 
And uh, while they were like doing the surgery, like he had two heart attacks. Like that's that's. And like when my mom told me, uh, as cold as it may sound, I told her that I'm not I'm not shocked. He was a person who deal with like you know health problems because of obesity his whole life. He did attempt to lose weight at some point, but like attempt. Yeah, like attempts as in like oh I'm gonna try to be clean today, but then reward himself for the rest of the whole week by eating like. Yeah, no, nah, it don't work like it can't. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, but, like. I've come to realize recently that uh, one, your diet is extremely important when losing weight. It's like seventy percent diet, thirty percent whatever you. Your you diet is important, bro. Even when you're trying to gain weight, it's yeah, like same thing. Yeah. Like, it's, oh no, yeah, you you actually have gained bro, a lot of mass recently. I'm not gonna say I gained. You know what? I'm gonna pat myself on the back and say I have. How much bro. have you gained? Like, how I, much did you start with? In- I started off working out at 142 pounds, and now I'm 163. So okay, yeah, but you know what I'm saying like. I'm trying to go for more, but I'm happy from where I came from because, you know, it wasn't the best time. But I have good positivity and friends around me who also exercise and take care of themselves. Consistency is key, yo. That's a fact. Bro, like, uh, and I, I, like, I'm myself a person that I'm trying to lose weight um, uh, because, like, yeah, you know, being heavy and strong is, like, great and everything. But, like, at some point in my life, my heart's not going to be able to handle it. And yeah. I don't want to get to I mean, you know, like, you know, like. Yeah, I'm not, like. Like yeah, nah, yeah, I'm not yeah, like old like yeah, like yeah. that, but like you know what I mean. Like I wanna beat the curve before I get to it. Get that. Uh, and like I've been working out and everything, but like something that's been consistent with my working out for the past like five six years is that like I have this crazy idea that like if I work out hard, I can do whatever I want, and that's not true at yeah. all. Yeah, because I, it's not. I mean, you just it's, it's not strictly true. Like I've seen people like some people. We have to remember all different people's digestive systems work differently. Yeah. I, I knew someone who would literally eat crap all the time, and, like, they were still in the gym pounding the weights. Like, we were all differently genetically disposed. Yeah, and your age, too. Yeah. Fast metabolism, that's yeah. a thing. But, like... Well, I'm 23, bro, and my metabolism is not getting any faster. <laughs> so, like, I am, like, I take, took a vow, a vow today with a friend of mine that I worked out with today. Saying that, like, hey, Shout man. Shout out my guy. Yeah. Know what I'm saying? Chris Lang. Chris Lang, boy. <laughs> yeah, he, he told me himself that him being, like, a Hispanic man uh, in a Hispanic household, when his family, <laughs> like, do, like so so something that everybody got to understand about Hispanic households, if you don't eat your family's food, you're disrespecting, you're spitting in their face. Um, and that's something that I'm not trying to hear, to have my mom yell at me every time, like, they make a husk and and I and I'm like, nah, I can't eat that because carbs. You know what I mean? But, like, Chris told me that, like, a way that he's found around that is, like, maybe limiting his portions, you know, cooking yeah. his own meals so, like, his family can't complain. I don't come do that's just rice and beans. It's not bad. Yeah, well, right. That's when you're trying, when, yeah, when you're trying to lose weight, carbs yeah. are your enemy. And when you eat, yeah, especially if you eat at night. Yeah. Right. That would be good for you. That would well, be not necessarily, because he's trying to gain mass, that's weight. Well, so, like, carbs, carbs are good. fat. Nah, not necessarily. So, carbs are good. So, carbs are good, like, after you work out. After and before you work out, are you supposed to eat carbs if you want to gain muscle? But at at night, if if I eat a lot of rice, like you get like a like my stomach feels bloated. Rice is like rice is called like the belly 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 bloater. Um, because if you eat it too late at night, you're gonna wake up like you're gonna feel bloated, and then you won't you could have abs, but you but you won't see your abs because you eat so many carbs. So you're you're partially right. It yeah. depends on when you eat the food. Yeah. Like when you eat it, if you eat rice before you go to bed, it's like not yeah, valid. It's, over, yeah. it's not valid, bro. Yeah. Right now I'm like. Working is like I, I literally just had like rice and eggs like uh, when Drew first came into my house, uh, and that's because I had just finished working out. Yeah. I had just finished drinking my amino acids, you know, so my muscles prepare very well. It. 
Um, and tomorrow I'm going to make an effort to either go to the gym in the morning or run at work and then come to the, come home and go to the gym like at night as soon as I get out of work. Um, because like I'm trying to be consistent and I'm trying to back up my consistency with my eating habits because if you work out and then just eat whatever, then you basically are destroying the progress that you probably could have made. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's real. It's working out, getting like gaining muscle and losing weight is like literally 70% diet, 30% like gym. Like you could, you could literally go to the gym and do whatever you want. It doesn't matter what you do. If you, if you like crap. If you, if you like crap, yeah. like you're just either going to stay the same or going to gain weight in a weird way. Like all this time I've been working out and going heavy, like, 400 pound squat, yeah. all this crazy stuff, and I've been gaining weight. <laughs> and like, I didn't understand what it was. It's like, yeah, I mean, I'm breaking down my muscles, but I'm like replacing yeah. them with like even more muscle on top of that, which also weighs more than fat. So, yeah. more muscle you have, the heavier you are. All right, bro, I have this app. It's called, um, uh, oh, shoot, I almost cursed. Sorry. I have an app called My Fitness Pal. Uh, and it's an Arm app, and you you um, put in your meals, and you, you it's a calorie counter. Right. It's annoying in the beginning, but if you really want to do it, you literally will tell you, oh, okay, you ate too much today. Or, like, me, I have to eat 3,000 calories a day. I I probably did it, like, twice. It's hard. But, like, you keep a track of how much you eat, and you figure out what works for you. So then in the future, you're like, you know, okay, I can't eat that. I can't do that. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So if you want to, you got to get a calorie counter. That should help a lot. Like, it's, funny that you mentioned, it's funny that you mentioned that, because uh, my fitness pal is on the, my first page of my phone. Yeah, bro. The, the app works like a charm. Uh, I mean, obviously, you got to be as consistent as you are with the gym. You got to be consistent with your eating. Like, you can't, like, I mean, yeah. You, you said it all, bro. Yeah. And, um, yeah, cool. And moving on from, like, that, the working out stuff, like, working out really has a huge impact on your mental health, bro. Like, that's not a joke. Like, so, <laughs> yeah, Drew is a YouTuber making that YouTube money. <laughs> I'm dead. Big, big. I mean, maybe, but that's bro, how it, Those 14 views, bro, that's going to multiply yeah. point. Listen, I... Look, bro, you know, I mean, I had a calm 60 in my other, my Travis Scott video had a calm 187, you know what I mean? But yeah, that's not man. really what I'm in it for. I'm not really in it for, like, the views of the bread, you know, I'm, well, you know... From what I see in your videos, you seem to be trying to educate people. Yeah, I mean, because I, I just, I think, I, last year, my whole impact on, like, my whole view on life changed. All I really cared about was, like, going through school and making money and having a family. But I kind of wanted to skip the whole process of growth and, like, becoming a human and figure out what being alive is really about. So I learned that you have to learn things every day. And really, like, when you learn things every day, like, it really makes a big impact on your life. That's why I started reading. And I hate reading. I, I mean, I used to be reading, but, bro, like, I just wanted to, like, really, um, you know, like, grow as a person so that when I do have kids or, or in the future, like, my life is better, you know what I mean? Like, no, nah, yeah, I respect that, bro. Yeah. And, and I, one of your videos that really impacted me was uh, one that where you were talking about um, mental health and uh, fitness. Yeah. And I wanted to like, I wanted to take a try for myself to see if like it really like go hand in hand like that. And oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that was like so far the whole year that was literally the worst week of my life. Like, yeah. I usually go to a gym like six times a week um like six out of, six days out of the week i go to the gym or run do whatever that's active i play basketball with my friends here um and last week i wanted to like challenge what drew said to you know i wanted to confirm it for myself you know what i mean uh because i i consider myself to be somebody with a decently strong mental 
thing and like it doesn't work like that like you can't really test your mind like that because the mind is powerful and those four days that i stopped going to the gym it started like a slow roller coaster going downhill and it seemed to never stop it seemed that every single day was getting worse and worse and worse and i got to a point where like i was i was off for four days from work and i was literally just laying in bed like tearing up scrolling through instagram through the same five pictures and like that, that it was driving me insane. Yeah, bro. Like it was literally the worst. And I didn't want to reach out to any of my friends because like the way my mind made it seem that since they hadn't hit me up first, asking me about how about my mental problems that I was creating for myself, I was kind of blaming them for not doing so and questioning my friendship with them, which is kind of like doesn't really make sense if you really think about it. And it wasn't until like I started like pushing myself out of like that space like forcing myself to like go to a gym to like be active to reward myself with endorphins by doing something physical a dopamine by doing something physical that like i started i it just was like the flip of the switch i've said that like this is the fourth time i probably say that yeah. right now but it was it was a change like sunday i played basketball with the people that i work with uh yesterday i went to the gym uh, by myself it was like amazing workout today i went to the gym again with my friend chris tomorrow i'm Trusting myself yeah, to take, huh? Yeah, I said, yeah. yeah, bro. To take myself to, to the gym or yeah. do something active. I have another basketball game this coming Sunday. Um, but every single day is going to have a purpose from now yeah. on. I'm not just going to let my days just kind of like carry by and I'm not going to get stuck on Instagram, on Instagram all day. I mean, uh, there's somebody I listen to. Like, it's, it's actually funny that you're like saying all this. There's somebody I listen to. His name is Eric Thomas. Yeah, that's my guy, bro. For, somebody, for, that, for y'all who know, y'all know. Like yeah, that man nah, is, he's bro. You you've listened to Eric Thomas? Eric Thomas. I'm, I'm, bro, I'm gonna you know, send you videos. To be honest, when you work out, listen to that man. Bro, that man will make you like So I'm, so every night before I go to bed, uh-huh. I have a I have a success playlist. You know he's on Apple Music, right? Word? Yeah, my bro, bro put me Apple on Music or Apple Podcast. No, no, no. Apple Music. Like he wow. so he remixes his okay, so Eric Thomas, for those of you who don't know, he's a motivational speaker who had really humble beginnings. He was uh his father left him when he was a kid. He was homeless for a long time, lived in abandoned buildings, high school dropout. But then at some point, he decided to just take command of his life and he turned his entire life around. So he got his GED, then he got his four-year degree, and then after that, he got his, his undergrad, he got his master's, then he got his PhD. But his mantra, one of his core mantras Dr. is... Dr. Thomas. The sh- facts. The strength of your success is in your routine. Like, if you consistently do something every single day, you will see results. Absolutely. Like... And if you aren't seeing the results you want within a certain time frame, that means that you just have to grind a little more. Like sometimes, like for example, my son Drew right here, he's been working out for how long? How long you been working out for now? Like to gain weight or like overall? Like in life? No, 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 no. no. Like since you've been oh making, for for I think I think I made a year now. I when I really started like working out like. And he gained all that pounds, right? And Omar, you said you stopped working out for how long? <laughs> and you seriously see the mental toll that I took gained, on. I gained three pounds. You gained three pounds off that. So the strength of your like success, like how successful you will be, depends on how much grind you put yeah, into bro. Eric Thomas is a bro. Eric Thomas, He's man. Listen to that man, any of you. I, I I definitely gonna take a page out of that. Like before my routine was to like every morning, uh, whenever I wake wake up, I would like start the day with like a series of Kobe highlights. You know, <laughs> to have that mama mentality to get That's out there and, and like and like just go after it, because like I I see myself as a go getter. Mm-hmm. That week was kind of like a week where I wasn't being myself, but like typically like 
Like, at, like during school, you could literally tell anybody on my track team that anytime they saw me, that was a miracle because I was always on the go. I was either doing a project for school, filming a video. I was I was chasing, doing everything, everywhere. You will see me, if you saw me twice a day, play the lottery. Play the number two because that's rare. Bro, I was doing photo shoots. Bro, I was out like... I had no breathing time during my days. I had everything planned. Um, obviously, school is over now, so things can't be the same. But now I'm trying to get back on that grind uh, differently. Now I kind of I don't have somebody to tell me what to do for my projects. I kind of have to take the initiative on that, which is something that I've also been exploring. But um, last week was a eye opener in terms of like how like what's not me. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, do you guys have anything to say about like the times that you guys have probably like felt like not yourself? The worst? So, uh, I'm currently re- like in the recovery process after I went through a serious injury and surgery. Like, I tore my ACL, my MCL, my meniscus. In the medical world, it's called the unlu- unlucky triad, unhappy triad, whatever, whatever. And I'm not gonna lie, like, when I first tore my leg, I lost about a good 20, 20, 15, 20 pounds. I was really depressed. Like, I also couldn't move. Yeah. But I was also like in bed just watching Game of Thrones like all day. <laughs> like not that I like oh yeah, by the way. So you wasted your time. Basically, especially with that season eight ending. But we're not gonna talk about that right now. You just did. That's crazy. Like, who side you on, bro? <laughs> Matter of fact, you're done. Y'all see this right. <laughs> but not nah, like um all I could think about was playing ball again. That's really all I really cared yeah. about because that's how I got the injury. And so that's what pushes me now. I I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off. This injury, I didn't. I don't think you mentioned this. Uh-huh. This injury, his unhappy triad, literally happened while playing ball. And the first thing that this man told me after I, when I first saw him after he got out of the hospital from like his procedure to get his leg straight again was like, "Damn, bro, I can't wait until I get back on the rim." For what? It's like when you love something. I guess like. Romantic love sometimes doesn't make sense to me, but practical love, I guess, does. When you really do love something, like, you don't care what the risks are, you don't care how dangerous it is, you don't care how people look at you, like, you're willing to do it, and I guess that's what, yeah, that's right. that's what pushed me most about this injury, like, I got to a point, like, my friends know me, I'm a really big procrastinator, at <laughs> times, like, I'm not as consistent as I could be, but I realized that, like, this injury literally forced me to be consistent, because if I didn't consistently work on it, I'd be stuck with a bent leg. My entire life, because you have to, you have to therapy the leg. Like after they do it, like the scar tissue builds up, it, like stuck straight, whatever, whatever. But yeah, yeah, no, I, I mean, I think me. like, like you know, I get why you want to go back to playing basketball because like, life is about literally, literally doing things that you like you love to do. So like, why would you sit? That you, I can't play basketball again, even though you love it. It's like you know what I mean. Like you're literally you really depriving you're de- you're depriving yourself of what you really love just because you're scared of what might happen again, and it probably won't. You know, like. It's it's funny because like when Eli first broke his leg, like I was he didn't break the leg. So I saw the leg of it. Like he calls it breaking leg. Oh he says god. that that's what he means. What he oh means. my god! When Eli got his unhappy triad, <laughs> um, the one of the biggest fears fear of mine was that he was gonna fall into like a deep depression because that like dude he would like he obviously like. Is it sad that you really can't do the things that, you know, was part of your daily life that you're probably taking, you know, for granted because, like, you were never presented with, like, a situation like this. I've like, never appreciated walking, like, how I've appreciated it now. <laughs> Y'all don't understand. 
something so simple becomes so valuable to you, right? So, like, I, I tried to do, like, a conscious effort to, like, any time that I could, like, pick him up from his house to, like, get him out and get some sun. And I want to tell that story. Yo, I was in my bed <laughs> watching Hulu. And then out of nowhere, this man calls me and says, yo, bro, what are you doing? Watch TV. What are you doing? Yo, get dressed. I'm going to be there in 20 minutes. I said, what? <laughs> he was like. Bro, you do I, 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 I can take, I can't take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't take. I, this was just post surgery. I couldn't take a shower, so I had to wipe myself down with wipes and then what? dress myself just to go out. That's crazy. I'm not bro. afraid of sounding dirty. Nah, it's fun. That bro, that you just got surgery to fix your whole knee. So like, I, I, I figured, you know, let me show up at his house. You know, how busy can he really be? You know what I mean? Um. What, what did we do that day? Oh, we were just shooting around. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I, no, no, this, that was a different day. That, the first time you picked me up, we went back to your crib. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. we went back to my house and we we're just oh. playing Smash, you know, amongst friends, you know, because like I figured that like the best thing that he could do, like he could use at that moment, was like to have like his like loved ones around. You know what I mean? Because at the very least. Yeah, like at the, that's the least we could do, and like we just play Smash Bros and ate pizza. I'm gonna get slayed for for saying that I want to be any healthy when I'm. Just talking about eating pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the past. It, it was, it's in the past, baby. We're moving on. <laughs> but um, yeah, and like even even like I know how much Eli loves ball and like how much basketball has grown on me recently. Sorry, playing basketball. So like, dude, like we've been doing things that we shouldn't be doing to his leg. Like we, I was doing. We played a-, a four on four at the park. <laughs> I had my whole brace on. I shot, like, to be honest, this is how I know I have good friends. I shot so many bricks that day, and they still passed me. Bro, it was straight brick. I have no knees. Think, yeah, think about it this bro. way. He only has one, like, literally, when you when you see him shoot, you can literally tell that was a good shot. But he's missing half the power from his legs to make it in. But, like, hey, Every time we're driving down to the paint to like lay it up and everything, we'll pass it down to Eli because he's a sharp shooter. We believe in him no matter what. Every single time. What was a sharp shooter? We lost the game. Sorry. It didn't matter. We still have our friendship and everything. And Eli had fun, which is all that matters. He got to stretch out his leg a little bit. And um, yeah, like she had a smile on his face, hiding the shame of the lost game. But like, a smile on his I mean, face bro, is all you, we're going for. You got on the, yeah, you got on the court, bro. Yeah, that's all. That's hey. I gotta give you props for that. Do me a favor, please. Nobody tell my physical therapist because she expre- <laughs> she expressly told me not to play ball, and I still been playing ball. But and, and if it makes if it makes matters better, I carry his uh his leg brace like in my car every single day, just right. in case we have an impromptu ball game. Carry my ball case. Yeah, just in case, you know, because you never know. You never know. We may jump on a four four again, four four again, and I need it. Yeah. Um. You guys got any comments to make about Eli's injury or anything that you? Oh, you actually haven't shared like your time. Something I share like mine. That. That's your time. I share mine. Yeah, I mean, um, I probably won't get into like <laughs> too much detail, but you can change names. Nah, I, I mean, I think a lot of the problems that I realized I went through really ultimately stemmed from myself. Like deep down, I really cared about like what people thought about me and how to, how I think I should carry myself. Um, coming from a more like fortunate family than a lot of people, and I would feel like I always had this pressure to like be somebody who like I don't know like let say this image you know, and I really like lost myself and I was doing things I know that were like out of my character. Um, so me going through my time of you know I won't go through exactly the details, but 
like I remember one time Drake said one song, he was like, um, he learned how to make negatives into positives, right? Because like every time you get shot down, like mentally, like it causes you to get up. Okay, I gotta do this. I gotta do something. And you end up going to the gym, or you end up starting, you know, your business, or you end up reading, you know, you end up, yeah, you end up doing something new, like you know. So turning that negative to a positive is what I really learned how to be thankful for. Just leaving my house and getting home every day, like healthy and safe, you know. Like I'm thankful for like little things and just having more more friends ever in my life now more than life. I've ever had. Like legit more life, man. Like so, and a lot of this stuff last year I really didn't have. So, like you like you know, shit is bad, but you'll really turn it around if you apply you yourself. Yeah, if you really want to, like you know, and it t- it'll take time. It takes time. It's funny because you know? like Eli and I have been friends for like the past five years, like since since freshman year. We just look at each other. And we just knew that shit was meant to last. Like, we just knew that, like, like, because, like, when we you, first... The truth is, you don't meet very many people like Omar, and you will never find another source of entertainment like that. <laughs> so you don't leave people like that. That's just facts. Well, and, like, also, like, don't give me out, like, all the great, like, bro, like, you will never find a more loyal friend, like, that Eli, like, Eli sticks around through the, like, Not thick and shit, but, like... No, 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 like, like... He's like that ass husband material, but whatever it comes I'm not, out. I, I am not. Let me finish it. Let me finish it. It's like the equivalent of husband material to a best friend. Wow. Wait, 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 wait. I'm about to say. Nah, nah, hear me. Nah, nah. Like, it's followed by best friend. Like, yeah, nah, nah. I think it was just saying. Sickness and whatever. That was a joke. And Shorty's you also the Eli. He only cuffing. He's straight cuffing. That's it. Uh, he's straight cuffing. Uh, you want to talk to my son? Don't don't even don't even try to have like the talking uh, stage. Don't, like don't, if, don't, you, if you're interested, just propose to him. Don't me. call him daddy. Don't do all that disrespectful stuff. All right? His name is Eli, and he'll cuff you. And he only uh, believes in doing any intimate after marriage. That's a fact, bro. Like, Mission, missionary only. All right, don't come here with at, that. Look at him in the eyes. He likes that. In the, in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, and it's funny because like the same time that I've known Eli, I've also known Drew. And it's funny because at first, like, Joe and I didn't really have the best relationship. Like, him and I didn't really click at first. He begs with us. You can I, say it. I will, I, I will go ahead and dare to say that he didn't like me. <laughs> but I, I don't blame so him. I didn't like people who don't do what they say they're going to do. Yeah. Like, I don't like people who, because Omar used to see me, like, um, Aunt and Chris, and, like, we were all training, running hard, and, like... <laughs> Um, but we had a reason behind it. Like, yeah. I don't know if you know, Chris used to, like, be some, like, bum-ass nigga. <laughs> you know, like, if you see him before we met him, like, but you could see his growth and why he trained so hard because he saw his personal growth. Yeah. I had my own reason. You know, Ant had his own reason. I don't know what it is, but, like, you know. Not to be disrespectful, for, but if anyone from York is listening, I just want to say. No, no, no. Don't, 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 do not. <laughs> just don't. I just want to put that out there real quick. Nine times. Damn, man. Nah. No. You have no rain. That's for you. Nah. He called them the Indiana face. But yeah, like, I just want I people who, who uh, do what they say they're going to do. You know, like. And Omar, you had to go through your own your own journey. And nah, like, yeah. you, you really have, you know, Eli too, you know, like. Now, like, I'm not gonna lie. So, like, okay, so we all met in the track team at the respective college that we went to. Yeah, I, I didn't talk to nobody. I went yeah, lie. bro. And like, I didn't never understood why like Chris and, and 
Drew really didn't like me. And, like, I started, I started to understand, you know, I, I, as the seasons ended, that, like, they were busting their ass to get to a certain level. And me, willy-nilly, missing practice, yeah, like, eating bro. garbage and just, like, chilling in the den. Bro, right. I remember one time we were on the track so late, bro, the lights turned off. It was pitch black, oh, dark, bro. bro. And we still finished the workout, bro. Like, I didn't know any of that because I didn't understand, like, how important this was until that first year ended and I saw the big kind of pressure. No, the big mm, a mantle that we had to carry forward. Yeah. Because it wasn't, like, pressure that coach wanted us to do anything. But, like, we had won at that point five years in a row. And we, I couldn't come into that team and ruin that for them. And my second year, I tried to work harder, whatever. And people started to notice, and I started getting closer to Drew and like the other people. But still, I wasn't taking it as serious as it was. And it didn't hit me until Ant left and Chris left, and we still had to face another year to <laughs> somehow win a championship without our superstars. Like we're the Warriors, um, post Kevin Durant, post KD, post KD, and. Um, my third year, that's when I worked hard and I wanted to support the team. I spent literally an entire summer working with Chris. He got me the fastest that I've ever been in my life. At this point, we had lost Drew. We had lost everybody, basically. It was literally in our hands. And, like, through the magic, the, the power of God and, like, good luck, we ended up winning somehow that third year and the fourth year and the fifth year after that. Did you tie? And we won. No, yeah, for the past, the past years, no, 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 the past two years we actually did tie because we literally have no superstars like we had before. That's a bummer. So anyway, <laughs> after that, um, my fourth and my fifth year, Drew was literally out of school already, yeah. and um, so like possibilities of that relationship ever growing was non-existent until I started doing something different where I had seen what I'm capable of physically. And I wanted to challenge myself for myself, not because coach wanted me to or not because I wanted to be friends with Drew or be friends with Chris or anything. I wanted to do it for myself. And Drew actually noticed that. He started seeing how I was grinding at the gym. He started seeing my photography work. He started seeing how yeah. I was always on the move. You know, I was never like... <coughs> and then I passed on, like, I feel like Eli and I motivated each other to be doing that because Eli was... Always, like, Eli and I were, like, the friends we used to hang out every day to barely ever seeing each other in camp. We used to go to the same school. We barely ever saw each other. We like we'll have like lunch once a week if if we were lucky, and all that stemmed from the fact that we wanted to be better. We were growing up, we were being adults, and we wanted to like get to that point. And I don't know where naturally my relationship with Drew just kind of like spawned out of nowhere. Like yeah, and, I don't even know what I yeah. Like, I don't know. We just started hanging out, and like now going to Drew's house sounds like a casual Saturday to me. <laughs> going to going to Long Island to play ball. I mean, I feel, I personally feel like with each of our relationships with Drew, like, like I wouldn't have expressed this normally because, like, it's, it's like, it's weird for me to express, like, certain emotions like this, but, like, I feel like we all benefited from a relationship with him at a certain point. I feel like everyone who has been friends with him has benefited, like, from, like, that friendship. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll be honest, like, I... That's not speaking highly of me right now. Nah, nah. <laughs> On God, no cap. I'll fight you long. No, I... I I have to give the credit where it's due, because, like, I mean, when I was in college, younger, like, I, everyone comes into college thinking, yeah, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this four years real quick. That's good. <laughs> Calm. Calm. That's a, we, easy. It's funny, it's funny, because, like, Eli and I came mm. with, like, mm. we, like, Eli and I were the cockiest freshmen 
like coming to college. Everybody was like, you oh, know, you, oh, you, oh, you. Oh, I, I, I wasn't. Why? No, you, was, no, you were I you was, right. I, I was, was flaming me every day. I, I was yeah, really, yeah, yeah, yeah I was, was really cocky actually. Yeah, people, people were like, you know, I'm just trying to figure it out, and I came as a freshman. Nah, I'm gonna graduate as an architect. Guess what? That didn't happen. Now, I, I thought I was going to come into college as a lawyer, I'm, I'm, as a lawyer, come into college and graduate with my English poli side degree, then go to law school. That didn't happen, though. But um, not like I was in, I was in a place where I was just drifting for a really long time trying to figure out what to do. And then I like surrounded myself with people who were kind of finishing up their trajectories. Like my like Omar was about to graduate around the, like Omar was graduating soon. Drew was about to finish. Like we had another friend of ours, basically like, and the thing that he kept on repeating to me is like, yo, you got to get your, you got to get your stuff together. You got to get your stuff together. You got to get your stuff together. And like little by little, I realized like, yo, I really can't be chilling with all these people. And like, I don't know where I'm going. And the rest of them are clearly going somewhere. Like, I can't be that odd friend out. I can't be that person who doesn't like have any grind or commitment or any like kind of vision. So I, I just took some time afterward, figured out what I wanted to do, and I pursued it. And I'm happy to say I'm about to graduate next spring. But once again, I'm like I wouldn't be here. It's a marathon, not a sprint. But I will say this: like we are about to end the podcast soon. I will say this: like if there's one thing you can do, surround yourself with people who will not only uplift you but have somewhere that they're going. You feel me? Like these people, these people I'm on the podcast with, they have dreams, right? I'm afraid, like. For for cultural reasons, like like if any of y'all are West Indian or Caribbean raised, like you know, y'all know that the culture is not set up for you to like dream big. It's set up for you to be stable. Yeah. To dream stably. So when you when you find people like this, like you want to stay around them. You feel me? Dream wild, dream big. It's funny because like when you grow up, like you know you have dreams of like these huge dreams and everything, and like as you grow older, like you're trying to have smaller dreams that seem more attainable, and when you find people like this like you know drew that and eli of course that make it all seem possible like motivates you it motivates yeah. the hell out of you and that's yeah. why we're going to cali <laughs> yeah start as a joke that's reality well yeah, it's real it's gonna be real on august 21st at 2 p.m yeah that video will take some time though because i'm really going to try to edit it but it's to dropping make, to make you guys feel what we were feeling out there make you guys feel the vibes like because it's gonna be different you know Man, I don't, I don't know what's. I'm done. I don't know. What, I don't know what else to say, man. Like, no, just let, let's, let's just end it on a high note. Let's let's say, uh, you know, the vibes in three. With the Y. Vibes with the Y. What? Yeah. Vibes me with the O. Oh, 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 vibes. 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 All right, one, two, three. You know, you know the vibes. Vibes. All right. All right. Uh, so I'll see you guys in the next one. Uh, Drew might not be here. He might be here. We'll never know. Uh, but yeah, this Omar. And I'm tuning out. I drew breeze. Yo, it's E. It's Big E, you heard? Tuning out, you heard? Signing off. Let's talk.